1: Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. How are you, Mike? I'm doing great, Tom. Thanks for having me today. Well, thanks for coming on. Um, I know your specialty is very unique, and we needed to know more about it, especially in today's environment. Mike, I know about you, but I'm going to tell the audience a little bit more about you so they can feel comfortable knowing knowing what you're doing and uh, your background. But Mike's, he's really a risk management consultant, and he offers identity theft protection and legal plans to individuals and businesses. Uh, on the business side, they service both the employers and the employees. And Mike lives in East uh, Haddam, right? East Haddam, okay. East Haddam. With wife and two boys, and uh, he's very active. He's a leader with the Boys uh, Club and the scout pack and he's a member of the east Haddam economic development commission but mike you're also on the board of directors and an ambassador for old saybrook chamber of commerce that's correct yes yeah. so, so you're involved with uh with and that's tough when you have kids being involved it's, with other things yeah it is fun never a dull moment <laughs> oh it's uh it's it's very interesting uh my kids are all grown up. I'm dealing with the grandparent, their grandkids now, so uh, we'll see how that works out. Um, I can't sell them as fast as I used to be able to. So, uh, so Mike, um, tell me a little bit how you got started in this profession. Honestly, it was by
2: accident, Tom. Um, I actually um, went to college for graphic arts management printing. Worked in that profession for a number of years. Had a very success, successful career with that um, company. Wound up going out of business and kind of bounced around different um, management roles, different sales roles, and um, most recently, the company that I was working for, I actually went out on a knee surgery, which blossomed into a replacement, and I physically couldn't go back to the the work that I was doing. And somebody had reached out on a, uh, a resume website and contacted me literally days after my my knee replacement surgery and just kind of that that was a little over two years ago and just kind of hit the ground running with that. And haven't looked back yet.
1: That's quite a difference between graphic arts and talking to employers about benefits.
2: It is definitely, definitely. I I think some of us go to college to find out what we don't want to do in life.
1: (laughs) Oh, I think you're right. Actually, you know, remember I was in practice for 50 years and I, have my, I work with many employers and I found that many of us ended up in, in businesses we never even thought of prior to, you know, almost by accident in most cases, you know. Definitely. Um, but that's an interesting thing, working with an employers because you're really into intangible benefits versus graphics where you're seeing things. Um, so you know you've been successful because i know you and i know you're involved with a lot of things and people know you and say nice things about you you've become you. successful pretty quickly and you know what do you what do you attribute to that i mean i think it's it's work
2: ethic and With what I do, I found a way to make a living while making a difference. I'm actually helping people, helping businesses and making a living at the same time. And I think I think that that's very, you know, it's very gratifying. And it's something that I enjoy doing. I enjoy people. I enjoy being in front of people and, you know, obviously being able to help them
1: out. You know, I always say in the book I wrote, you got to find your passion because then it's not work anymore. You know, right. And, and you make your course as you go along. Uh, I just spoke to Dr. Cooper. You're talking about challenges in life. And I said, well, it's always a, a change in life is a time to um, uh, restructure your life and um, reset it. And sometimes when you change prof- professions, that's the way of doing it. I... Um, You know, you you work with employers. This has been a weird year, I'm sure, for you. What trends are you seeing in the industry? And I know COVID's impacting it, but what other trends are you seeing in your field? I mean, obviously like like everybody else everything has been moved to Zoom and even before
2: March as a company they had the resources available to us to be successful without actually being belly belly being in front of the the business owners and and their employees but I never took advantage of it because I didn't have to honestly and so there, there was a little bit of a learning curve in um in March um uh, but since March you know our business as a whole the company as a whole has seen a huge increase in um in 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 our business. And personally, I've had appointments all over the US and Canada, haven't had to leave my, my home office, which has been, it's been great. It's been a blessing in disguise. Actually opened up a employer group in Tennessee a couple of weeks ago. And again, I didn't have to leave the house to get in front of these people.
1: I, a question I just thought of, do you think some people, because we're on Zoom all the time, started getting mindful of identity theft because we're online all the time? You think that's I a think
2: absolutely, absolutely. I, I think it's something that's it's, it's you know it's not so much in the in the back of our minds anymore. It's at the forefront because you know take a look at any news um, article, whether it's you know, TV, online, in print. Um, identity theft is out there. Identity theft is the fastest growing crime in the country. It recently beat out drug trafficking. And just to give you an idea, in two thousand nineteen, the two thousand twenty um, statistics aren't in yet, but identity theft was a $17 billion problem in 2019. Wow. And that's left most people to figure out those problems on their own, using their own resources, their own time. And you know, it, it definitely is at the forefront of most people's minds, I think. I mean, especially since um, being moved to Zoom, there's actually some articles out there on how the companies are, are more mindful on on their cybersecurity side as well because they have so much more information and it's not as contained as, as it used to be when people actually went to the offices.
1: You know, you know, Mike, you were nice enough to send me some statistics and I, when I read them, I couldn't, it's unbelievable, but I'm going to share it with the audience because probably the people don't understand this, but uh, let me just give you a, a couple. He, Mike's really good about getting detail, but 39% of the US companies are currently offering identity protection and legal services. Now, 10 years ago, five years ago, I don't know if I ever even heard of that, but it's obviously growing. 42% of employers respond in small size companies, and 40% at mid sized companies say, they prioritize the well being of their employees' finances compared to 29% of the large company. So, 42% of the mid sized company employers are more concerned about their employee financial situation than, of course, the larger ones. I kind of get that. Yeah. Uh, but that's in, in, interesting to know because I'm, I'm in benefits, I do benefits for, you know, on the exact compensation side. And, uh, you know, how it it all comes down to how how the employer sees it, too, because they're the people that write the checks. So that's kind of a that's almost 50 percent. Sixty one percent of the employers say uh, they would consider offering legal services or identity theft protection as part of a benefit plan. That's huge. It is huge. And then 77% of the employers describe a legal service plan as one that will improve the financial well-being. Well, you know what? I, I can see that because if anybody's been involved with a lawsuit or identity theft, this is not chump change. This is big time stuff. And we'll talk about the benefits in a little while, Mike, but as I look through these stats that you sent me, um, they're all up there. So obviously, this particular benefit is growing in, in popularity uh, by leaps and bounds. So it's certainly a good time to be talking to ben- uh, employees, employers about it. Um, Mike, what do you listen? You've been around now uh, talking to people about your product, and you've come up with some probably some ideas of what makes uh, people successful, but what makes other people struggle. What do you, mm-hmm. Yeah, what makes people successful, what makes them struggle? What do you think it is? I, mean, I think the most important thing is the ability to
2: shift. I mean, we, we all had to shift in, in March, <laughs> just to use that, this as an example. And, you know, some people have shifted to the positive and some people not not so much. But I, I, I think the, the, the main idea is just to be able to, you know, Take that ball and run with it in the directions that it's, that it's going to work for you. Um, the people who just, you know, kind of throw their hands up in the air and say, we got a pandemic, might as well shut the doors now. I mean, the, the, those are the ones that really um, suffer. And, you know, I, I think, you know, in, in any industry, I mean, take a look at the, uh, the restaurant industry is getting hit hard, but a lot of them that are successful, they're, they're shifting gears. I mean, we've got a couple of rest, local restaurants to us that they they couldn't open the doors to have people in the restaurant, so they offered family-style meals pickup, which is a great idea. I mean, you, you still kind of get that that going out to dinner experience, you know, via the food, obviously, but it's 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 something that has you know kept the doors open and kept them
1: successful. I, I have this discussion all the time because if you think about it in the last 10 years there've been two critical economic uh, situations 2008 mm-hmm. and 2020 where if you weren't prepared you didn't you you lost out and i the discussion i had is okay if i went through 2008 and saw what uh, what that was all about i better be prepared for whenever it happens again which was 2020 and obviously i i'm really amazed at the restaurant business Because they've had everything thrown at them and they've still been innovated and they're still, you know, doing what they have to do. They're shifting, just like you said. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you have to shift, too, because you had to shift through Zoom, a non-one-on-one. So, again, you made the shift. And uh, I think that's the key. Again, reinventing yourself when you have to. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Um, what what worries about you know? You run a business, so and you're a good businessman. You know how to run it. What's the What's the most uh, the the thing that worries you the most about being in your own business?
2: I mean, it,
1: it's it's definitely that that unknown, the uncertainty.
2: I mean, honestly, ninety five percent of the businesses in the country are small businesses, and everybody's had to take a look at their business and like we said, shift gears, but it's it's just that unknown, that uncertainty. I mean, with, with everything that's been going on with, with the pandemic politically, it, it's definitely something that uh, you really got to take a step back and plan for that future as much as possible. And, you know, th- those businesses that I'm getting in front of, you know, and the the people that, that we're helping in, in, in those businesses, um, yes, it's an additional cost. But at the same time, there's so many other ways that our services can help those people. And then we can also take a look at you know ways to, you know, minimize that out of pocket expense for them as well. Um so I I think just you know going back to the the shifting gears and you know seeing what we can do to best prepare ourselves for the unknown.
1: And and what would you say would be the key issues um, as you as a business owner that you have to stay up on? Taking a look at myself.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> in, in that, I mean, you know, just don't become stagnant. I mean, the, you know, I'm a huge proponent of um, learning. I mean, you, you always have to be learning whether whether it's uh, self-improvement or the the business trends that are that are current and upcoming. So I, I think just as much as possible to keep yourself you know sharp on point and then ahead of, if not right along with those those upcoming shifts and, and trends that that we see.
1: In in uh, in my book that was published this year, there's a chapter of uh, after 50 years. I look back and I say, I'm still reading and learning every day, much like when I was 21 years old. But you have to because uh, not having that information, uh, certainly you can lose ground very quickly. But you're absolutely right. Reading good things reading information, updating your education, hard work, but you got to do it. Absolutely. And it only takes 15 minutes a day. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's all. Find some time, be organized. Mm -hmm. All right. So here's a good question for you. A real good question of a father, uh, a married man with two kids involved. Uh, What do you do to create time for you?
2: (laughs) A lot of it revolves around the boys. We were just having that conversation at breakfast this morning. What are we going to do this weekend? <laughs> uh, <laughs> With myself and, and the boys, um, especially, we we need to be do, doing something all the time. And we honestly, we're going a little stir crazy lately. <laughs> but wow, just think, just to be outside, you know, whether it's you know going on a hike or you know doing something outdoors, we absolutely love it. And that's, I mean, quite honestly, is my time, my me time, you know, hang, hanging out with them, hanging out with the family, and, and just just getting out of the house and
1: as simple as going for a walk. Definitely. You, you have to do that. I found that over the years having uh, free I call it free time. Uh, uh, or I call it in my book, uh, finding your beach. Because Mm -hmm. you do need that. You need to get refreshed. You need to be doing things you love to do. And I've also found that you become more creative when you take time off and things Mm -hmm. that you thought about six months ago pop up and you become very creative. Michael, tell us, uh, a lot of people, you know, they hear the term identity theft and protection and legal plans. Tell us a little bit about the devastating effects of identity theft. That's right.
2: What a lot of people don't realize with identity theft is it's like buying your insurance. So you just don't you know, jump on the Internet or call the first number that you see and, and consider yourself covered. There's a lot more that goes into identity theft than your bank and your credit card. And quite honestly, your bank is going to take care of that. In most cases, uh, they're starting to get a little bit more picky on, on what they, <laughs> they, they do reimburse for. Um, but there, there's some work involved. Um, so a lot of people don't realize that there's things out there like child identity theft, medical identity theft is huge over the last year that's up 24%. That's where somebody gets a hold of your, your, your medical ID and they go get a procedure on that, leaving on, on the hook to pay for it or to figure out what the, the issue and, and how to resolve it. And, you know, that that's a huge point right there. A lot of people don't realize that in figuring out and hopefully resolving that identity theft, on average, it takes somebody about 600 hours to do it themselves. Wow! And th- that that's where you really need that service that's going to monitor your identity. And then they're, they're going to fix it for you, too. And that's quite honestly what, what our service does. We're going to monitor it on, you know, on a real-time basis and then should something happen they're going to our licensed fraud investigators and private investigators are going to fix it for you to its pre-theft status um just you know for an example that there's somebody can get a hold of your driver's license tom go get a job under that driver's license number not pay any taxes on it guess who's left on the hook for that wow. you are so, unfortunately, in this country, identity theft is a case where you're guilty until you prove yourself innocent. And there's a lot of time, effort, and resources that take to solve those issues. So, let's, approach, yep, let, go ahead.
1: let's take that example so that people mm-hmm. can understand what actually happened. So, someone takes my identity and they start using it. And all of a sudden, a year later, the government says, hey, you you did this, you owe us taxes. Mm-hmm what happens what what's the process that a person goes through so what i mean what's going to happen is you're obviously
2: we we use disruptive technology just like everybody else we use an app for both of our services um so you're going to get a notification on your um phone should something happen that is easily caught now something like the example that i just said where somebody gets a hold of a driver's license not paying any taxes on that job that they got under that driver's license number that that's that's going to be a process so there's there's going to be a lot of investigating there's going to be a lot of legwork involved in that so once somebody so for example if it happened to me once i got that that tax bill from the irs um i would obviously call my my private investigators and get them to get the ball rolling they would have to go through the process of there's a lot of forensic accounting there's a lot of other issues um that they're going to have to look into and they're going to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes to fix my identity to pre-theft status so it, it is a long drawn out
1: process so the so for an example if it happened to me and i then we uh i realized that something was wrong i would call my carrier that has the coverage Tell them what happened and they take it from there. Is that it?
2: Yes, that is correct. That is
1: correct. Well, so I'm able to go do something else and not worry about it until time goes on and see what happens. Exactly. Exactly. I, I do a fair amount of,
2: well, I used to BC before COVID. I used to do a fair amount of, um, Workshops in senior centers and um, for the senior communities. And in one particular one that I was in, there was an older gentleman that came in and he had a huge um, expanding file folder that was probably about six inches thick. And he kind of sits down, puts it on the uh, the desk, and so and normally I, I you know asked him about it, and he says, "That's my my part time job now. The year that I retired, somebody got a hold of my identity and went to town on it." And I spend a couple hours a day making the phone calls, figuring out the issues and trying to get my my identity back, basically. And that was seven years ago. So it, it is definitely something I mean, as he said. That's not obviously what he wanted to do in his retirement. But because of, you know, identity that being what it is, that's what he has to do. And he, he didn't have the resources to hire the people to fix it for him.
1: And if you had to without this type of coverage, you're out of pocket. That's all, with no guarantee that you could fix it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, these are voluntary benefits that you offer, Michael? Yes, they are. Yep. They're
2: voluntary benefits. There's no cost to the business by offering the benefits. Um, and what's great about them too, is it's it's a now benefit. So unlike some of the, the other supplemental insurances or life insurances out there, something catastrophic has to happen for you to be able to use those. And with our services, there's no claim forms, there's no red tape, there's no deductibles. And it, for somebody who who uses this very regularly, there's no worry about being dropped. We actually want our customers to use the services as much as possible just because they get the value out of it. And by offering it as an employee benefit, um, we, we kind of look at it as keeping the employee's personal problems from becoming the employer's personnel problems. People have to take time away from from work to deal with identity issues, to deal with legal matters. And that that's you know, where our team step in and, and you know, minimize, if not you know, get rid of that time away from work altogether.
1: And Mike, on the legal plan side, can you talk Mm -hmm. a little bit about that part of it?
2: Yeah. So it's basically a life services legal plan. Um, So think of the things that everybody should be contacting a law firm for, but they don't just because of the high hourly cost. Um, so we, we kind of use, again, disruptive technology, we, we, we have an app for our legal service. And wherever your, your phone is, that's where your firm is. And it, it's things like contract review, um, traffic tickets, there's literally hundreds of things that are covered under that monthly fee basis. Um, if we take a look at wills, for example, I mean, 80% of the people in the country don't have an updated will. Um, take a look at some of the, the famous people who have, have passed without a will, Prince Aretha Franklin, uh, Chadwick Bozeman, He was the um, person, the actor who played Black Panther. And, you know, here at home in Connecticut, the, the founder of Zappos, the online shoe store, yeah. recently died tragically in a house fire in Old Saybrook. He had an $843 million estate with no will.
1: Oh, wow. And, and so the legal or the the legal plan is something you pay every month that's a like a premium you pay every month and you have an assorted amount of benefits and it, they go from getting a will updating a will to a traffic ticket like you said yeah, um, yeah. uh and is there a cap on the benefit Mike so it, it, it's it's. Not so much. There is no cap on the benefit. The short
2: answer. Okay. <laughs> but the um, you know think of it again as a life services legal plan. The things that you should be contacting the law firm for. Um, there it's definitely not going to be the be all end all for all of your legal needs. Okay. Worst case scenario, is for something that's not covered under the the monthly fee, you're going to pay at least a 25% discount with our law firms. Right. So we we look to give everybody the legal access that everybody needs
1: and has you know could have access to. And and Mike, what uh, what size business uh, would you call on to offer this type of product? On average,
2: I mean, I, I like the 15 to 75 ish range, just because it, it, it's something most of them have one location. So I'm not getting bounced around by different decision makers, if you will. And it, it, it's a manageable number for me personally. Sometimes when, when I do come across a larger group, I do bring in another uh, associate to help out. Um, but it, it's... Again, go back to that 95% of the, the small business in the US. I mean, it, it, that's our target market for w- whether it's the benefit side or helping out that small business with a legal plan of their own. And, but the long and the short of it is I can't help a business with one employee. At the same time, I can help with somebody that has well over 100 employees.
1: So, so as long as they're in business, they can obviously have a plan. Yes. And um, if the employee purchases, you know, I'm thinking of like something like Aflac, where you buy the product through the uh, payroll uh, allotment. Mm -hmm. If they buy it, can they and they leave the employee or can they uh, take that benefit with them?
2: absolutely it's a completely portable um benefit and they would keep the pricing that they have with that employer as well we we, we oh. do have a little bit of a, a actually we, we do have discounts um when we're in the employee benefit arena it's less than the individual plans but yes they can take that with them um obviously if we're going through a payroll deduction they would have to make other payment arrangements. But it's theirs and they keep the, the pricing and plan for for life if they so choose.
1: And, and so they can take it with them. that's very that's really good. Um, and, and what are the qualifications for someone to get a benefit? So we again, we don't use any
2: claim forms. there's no pre-qualifying to get the benefit. so it is something that is available to everybody.
1: So oh I see. So there's no qualification if you had a claim on something prior to enrollment, they don't look into that. It's 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 available to you if you want it, just pay the premium and you're, absolutely. you get to go. Okay. Yep, absolutely. Um, so I know you you know you offer these products, but what is your specialty?
2: So I, I like dealing with the the, the small businesses. Um, I I can help them in a number of different ways. And I like to be the resource for the small business too. I mean, since I've always had a a decent referral network that I had even before March, but since March that's expanded nationwide worldwide actually. And I wanna be that resource for the small business, for the people within that small business. Um, Honestly, our plans are not a fit for everybody. But at the same time, there's something that's going on with that person, with that business that I can help them out with.
1: Yeah, because uh, when uh, you you use the word legal plans, but you also mean identity theft when you when you say that. Absolutely. Okay, so it's just yes. like, those are the two basic areas of risk: the legal yes. part of it and the identity theft. I got gotcha. you.
2: That's so correct.
1: What, So tell me a little bit of how you work with, you know, I have a certain way of working with employers and I know brevity is a very important thing to them and I have my own little way of doing it. So tell me, uh, you know, how you work, what makes you kind of unique to work with these employers? So so
2: I just want to sit down and have a conversation with with them and, you know, see where I can help them. Um, You know, and again, with everything being moved to Zoom, that, that can be anywhere in North America, um, they only need a, a few minutes of their time just to kind of go over what we do and how we do it, how it can benefit them. But at the same time, that there may be, you know, other points in other areas that I can help them out with.
1: And, and so do you call on these people? I mean, again, I, I never really thought that identity theft and legal plans were all that popular until I got this information from you. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they are. Do you find that a lot of the employers are not aware of these type of benefits that are available?
2: Yes, most are unaware. I mean, I'm in employer groups regularly, and there's usually this somebody that comes up to me after um, we we go through the presentation, as we're filling out the paperwork, as we're helping these people out. There's somebody that comes up to me after the fact that says, you know what, I didn't even realize that these were available to me. As an employee benefit, and you know, again, that that goes to back back to why I want to sit down with people just to you know help educate them on you know what else is out there. What else do you have available available to you that you may or may not know about?
1: Well, you know, uh, i as I was looking over the material, um the one thing that stuck out is the uh, is not so much the identity theft, although I, I can certainly see that. But you know, attorneys on average are charging four or five hundred dollars an hour now. So so (laughs) if you have to get legal advice. You're you're paying some pretty good bucks. And um, people don't think about that. Um, Even when they get a will, I send a lot of people to get wills and trusts and they'll call me and say, wow, I didn't know he was going to charge that much or she was going to charge. And I always say, well, you should have asked him a pin. but they're thinking it's the old day where you paid $300 and got a will. That's not the way it is in the legal area anymore. Not anymore. On wow. average, it's it's anywhere from nine nine hundred to twelve
2: hundred dollars for a will. I oh, mean, man. it's obvious it's obviously going to you know vary from you know state to state, area to area, and your needs too. Some some are a little bit more involved than others, but the, the, that's about the average.
1: And I you know again with a breadth of experience that I have with with employers and their employees, if if anyone who is you know raising a family now who obviously this is a good benefit because it helps you uh, reduce the cost of getting legal services just in that area, which you do need. A lot of people don't get it done; they don't pay attention to, it. they don't want to do it because of the cost. But this is a good this is a good benefit to enroll in and get your work done. Um, I, I I would assume you get a lot of the younger people signing up for this part of it, Mike. It it, it varies. I mean, there's really no
2: good. Age range that I can I can give you it, it, it's everybody from you know the the single person right out of college that that's looking to protect themselves to you know that older person possibly that, that you know what they they realize that I don't have my will and I actually had somebody um, last week who he's somebody that I've talked to probably a couple of times a year or so ago and out of the blue he gives me a call and says, Hey, you know, I, I really want to go through and uh, sign up for the service. I had one of my my good friends pass away recently. He didn't have a will. I don't want to do that to my kids. And you know, if we take a look at the cost itself, I mean the traditional justice system is not budget friendly to our households or our businesses. And you know, that that's where we can come in
1: and 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 change that. No, and that and that is, uh, if nothing more, it's a good benefit to have because it it'll force you to get some of this work done. I'm a big, I do a lot of estate planning, and I expect the exemption credits in the tax area to reduce considerably under this administration. So it's a good time to start doing estate planning, whether you're a young person or you're an old, or even own the business. And obviously, a plan like this will help you discount considerably. Can they pick their own law firm, Mike?
2: No, we we, we have a a network of lawyers that that we do have, and that's quite honestly where we're able to um, save them the most money. We we have specific law firms that we do deal with. Uh, The average law firm that we have as a provider is the, let, let me take a step back, the average lawyer that we have in our network. Has an average of 22 years experience in in law, so it's it's not somebody that's going to be fresh out of law school. It's not going to be somebody who, you know, is is a paralegal, and you're certainly not going to have to go through Google Law <laughs> to yeah. answer your questions. But we we do have, and our plans do connect you to that nationwide network of lawyers. So whichever state you're in, it does not limit you to that state. So something happens in you know georgia florida you'd still go through your home-based state and they would in turn forward that legal matter to the state where you have the issue
1: so it, it's portable so if i move to south carolina and i have this plan it's not going to make any difference
2: it will not make any difference if, if you're making south carolina your primary residence you would change to the south carolina law firm but that's really the only difference tom
1: and and how about premium uh portability? Does the premium stay the same if you leave an employee? It
2: does. You you take that, that premium that you had through your employer with you. And it, that's your we'll call it your your price per life quote-unquote um it's not to say that the plan may increase the rate may increase you know a couple years five years down the road that could happen just like anything but what's not going to happen is you're not going to see that increase every single year every single time you
1: use the plan um you know uh it, it's interesting uh, as i read more and more about this this was a good education but one of the stats that i saw mike is 82 percent of the american workforce says they've experienced a data breach stolen identity or worry with greater frequency of id not 82 percent yes yes it's it's not a matter of if anymore it's when yeah that
2: that holds true for all of us
1: Wow. Wow. So it's certainly worth a You know, this is interesting because these are the newer type of benefits that um, are being offered nowadays. Again, I grew up with, you know, the health, the disability, the life, those kind of things. These are kind of new benefits. And I've learned a lot. Um, Michael, this was really very, very educational. And to sum it up, Um, Obviously, with these benefits, uh, the, the way to get in is either you start a business, have a business, or you're an employee of a business. Is that correct? Yes, the short answer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, 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 like I kind of touched on earlier, I certainly certainly deal with individuals. Um, I, I like dealing with the businesses. And that's kind of my specialty. Um, but in order to have our business plans, you do have to have that that, that um, EIN number tax ID number to get the business plans. Um, like I said, though, we can help anybody with our plans. And as far I mean, going back to the business size for a second real quick, um, we can help somebody with one employee to, you know, over 100 employees, too. So business size really doesn't matter. But yes, it, it's my specialty is sitting
1: down and, and helping out those small businesses. Uh, to just two questions just yeah. to clarify for the audience. So if I don't work. if I, um, I work for a company that doesn't have this plan. I just can't call you up and get it. Right. I have to, you, or can I can You can. Yes. You oh, you can. can. Oh, okay. we, we
2: do, we do have individual plans as well as our um, employer plans as well. I, I you pay it. a little bit more premium on the individual side, but it's, it's essentially the same benefits. I understand. Now I got it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so I was
1: confused. No, That no, that was me. Um, Michael, really, really good. If people want to find out more about the plans and you, can you point them in a direction where they can either go online or call you or contact you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we can certainly put
2: this in the show notes, too. But I'd, I'd rather have that conversation with somebody rather than just driving them to a website. I mean, we're, we're all as a society driven to the internet, driven to our phones. I'd much rather sit down, you know, either Zoom or in person if they're comfortable and and have that conversation with them.
1: And so, I, I, Yeah, so in other words, somebody has an interest if they gave you a call or emailed you about setting up a time or a Zoom, you're, you're all right with that. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow. Uh, do you want to, uh, I, I'll put everything in the show notes. Maybe that's the best thing, but basically you're saying email me or call me. Is that it? That, yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely. And All they right. can reach me at 860-834-1576 or the easiest way to, that's the easiest way to get hold of me, call, text. And then I, I can certainly give my uh, email address, which is my name, Mike Robidoux, R-O-B-I-D-O-U-X, the number's 123 at gmail.com.
1: And I will put it in the show notes so that it'll be there. And um, this is uh, quite a bit of information. I, I, Mike, you know, we've talked about this benefit, but when I really saw the stats, that's what it jumped out at me that, that this is a bigger thing than just discussion. You know, it's interesting. It, yeah, the, the,
2: those numbers really hit home. Absolutely.
1: Well, um, Michael, I just want to thank you. Uh, this was quite interesting and something I, I think a lot of us are now learning about, and I appreciate it very, very much. And um, I appreciate you coming on the show. Is there anything you want to leave us with? I mean, just take a a step back to when, when I mentioned that we do have
2: an app for our phone I mean just think about everybody is walking around with a cell phone and we, we see people recording injustices on their cell phone they either post it on social media they send it to the, the the news outlets you know why not use that for justice for getting yourself justice yeah rather than recording an injustice we're giving ourselves access to a law firm wherever our phone is
1: yeah, so it's, it's uh, um it's amazing how <laughs> things are now been reduced to getting quick access to. Uh, obviously, your product, uh, the way you do it is a quick access product. that's really really kind of cool, but absolutely. Michael, thanks for taking the time. We really appreciate it. and folks, thanks for listening. Um, uh, I appreciate you uh, spending some time listening to Michael and I. And if you like the show, hit subscribe. And uh, Michael, thanks very much.
2: All right. Awesome, Tom. Thank you for the opportunity.
1: You're quite welcome. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. It was a good show today. And uh, if you would help us out by subscribing, click like. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts that you would like to share with us, please email me at perone. that's P-E-R-R-O-N-E, at... N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C And if you are a business owner or you know business owners that would like to participate on our show, certainly let me know. We certainly welcome everyone who is a business owner to help people out there that are running businesses with great ideas and strategies to make them successful. So again, thanks for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it.
0: Thank you for tuning in. Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, Unlocking Your Business DNA, email tom at tperone at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C, Inc. Dot com and on the subject line type DNA include your mailing address and thirdly take the one-minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at necgginc.com and request scorecard. For additional information click the show notes.